Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. This podcast is designed to help open your awareness to the truth of who you are, a limitless being. You are worthy and deserving of an abundant and prosperous life. It's time to peel back the false beliefs and live the life you dream about. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 411. In today's podcast interview, my guest is sharing with you how to get out of your own way. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Allie Wilkins. Allie, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Heather. So Allie and I have already been talking a little bit, but before we get started, I just have to share. I originally came across your content, and like I shared with you, I'm not sure how, but I've been getting your emails for a while, and I love your story. I love your teachings, and so please give listeners a little background. Where do you live, and what do you do? So currently, I live in Florida, and explaining what I do is sort of challenging because it's always evolving. But basically, I feel like my mission here is to help people really expand into their fullness of what's possible for them, creating freedom in every element of their life and really breaking through all the conditioning and programming that we've received in our society um, that tells us that this is the type of life we have to live. This is what it's going to look like. This is what, because I just really believe that we create our experience with our energy and with our frequency. So I am a mentor, I'm an author, I've held many, many retreats, um, but ultimately I'm just like a light worker, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, that mission will, will continue to evolve, so. Well, and I think we can all agree these last two years has been a huge shift in consciousness and a paradigm shift. And for those, a paradigm, a very simple definition is it's our model of behavior. It's our programming, it's our beliefs and our habits. And that's what I love sharing that we believe that only so much is possible because that's what's been told to us. But I, what you're going to go into and, and what I study and ultimately we are unlimited beings with infinite potential that we could have, be, or do anything we desire, mm -hmm. but we're living from, like, we're just getting by. A lot of people are just getting by, right? Definitely. Yeah. So what do you, where do you want to start talking about quantum or like the abundance and radiance and magnetism? Like, I just, I want to wake people up to realize there's so much more available. Well, the image that was coming in, as you were just speaking about this, I see a lot of images in my mind and it's like, I feel like humanity is this little bird in a cage and it's like, we have the whole sky to be flying around in, but you're like, oh, this cage is safe. This is what I know. Or maybe you can't even, maybe the cage is like steel around it and you can't even see anything outside of the cage. And you're like, no, this is what life is. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. Again, visit my website, heatherhakes.com. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. 
You can find this on my website, heatherhakes.com forward slash course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part? Everything I teach, you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free discovery call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now, back to regular programming. But then you open a little cage door and you're like, whoa, there's all of this out here, all of this possibility. And we truly can create the type of life we desire, whatever that looks like. And I'm sure you've experienced, and many of you guys listening to this have experienced, just like so many crazy synchronicities happening with the universe when you start to allow and surrender and flow and really allow yourself to go for the, or even just sometimes to let yourself go to the desires that you have, like even just letting yourself say them like, oh, I actually, for me, it all started with like, I actually really don't want to work at a job. I actually really just want to create my own schedule. At the time I was like, whoa, how would I do that? And then all of these things came into my life that showed me a million different ways I could do that. So, well, and I think so many people now have, well, globally have had that experience the last two years working from home. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't have to commute. I don't have to go to a nine to five. I could do this from home. And now it's expanding our awareness to more. And, And I heard actually last week, I interviewed a really cool guy, Josiah Brandt. He's a big teacher of Neville Goddard. But what he shared is like last year was the big, um, what did he call it? The great resignation. Yeah. <laughs> and so a lot of people are walking away from these things that weren't fulfilling mm-hmm. because we're understanding that there's so much more. Yes. And I think that's happening on so many levels because we also as a, as a society are so um, controlled by money. Yeah. A lot of times we think we have to do certain things to create money or to create an income, like to survive. It's a basic survival mechanism. Of course we think that. Um, and that's been one of my favorite ways to see how our, when we allow ourselves to dream, dream big, which is like so cliche, but also allow our desires to guide us and our heart to guide us. Like there are so many other possibilities of how money can come to you, how things can occur for you. And we just have this, this vision of this little box of like, no, this is how things work. And it's like, please just smash the box because that's not true. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny you say that. Cause again, actually in the end, it ended up being here in Denver, but a recent podcast podcast guest said that he's like, get rid of the box. So mm. you said, smash it. You're right. Get rid of it. But from it, because I told you I kind of have more of the scientific spiritual background, something yeah. Dr. Bruce Lipton teaches is that if, if you don't understand our mental programming, our conscious mind, our conscious desires, our wishes are like 5%, but if subconsciously the 95%, the paradigm believes you have to go to a nine to five to earn mm-hmm. money in order to, I call it, pull the weeds and plant new seeds, One, becoming aware of these thoughts and behaviors, but then realizing, oh, well, if she's making money doing an online business or wait, a personal trainer doesn't even have to work at a gym. You can do it online. And now it's just, I think our awareness is opening. And so that's what I would love to share. And and you're right. Maybe you want to touch on your email from yesterday, but 
Western society, we've been conditioned to believe very limited things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want to go into the email yesterday, this is like a whole, (laughs) a whole thing. So I work a lot with feminine and masculine energy. And most of us are just like to give some background. If this is new for anyone, most of us are operating straight up from masculine energy. We don't learn how to work with our feminine energy um, almost at all. If you think about any job that you're working at, that's masculine energy, unless you're a painter or an artist or a dancer. Um, but if you're in a corporate environment, you can't come into that space with feminine energy because it's not going to be received. It's not going to be understood, even though you might have way better results. Um, also just as a caveat for anyone that this is new for feminine and masculine energy have nothing to do with your gender. We have both of those energies within us and everyone has a unique balance, but it's really important that we balance both of those. So um, masculine energy is like linear, structured, disciplined, focused. So that's, if you think about being in the corporate environment, it's like you work from these hours to these hours, these are your roles. This is what you're going to be doing. Feminine energy is much more cyclical. It's in flow. It's like, um, there's so many aspects of the feminine, but ultimately it's like creative energy flowing and you can't contain it. It's, it's the life force energy. It's, it's wild and primal and sensual and sexual and seductive and pleasure. Like all of that energy encompasses the feminine. Um, also nurturing. There's like any, any, a way that I think is easier to describe it is if you think about all of the goddesses and their different archetypes, like that's all purely feminine energy. And so we don't learn how to operate with that, which limits everyone. Like no one is supposed to be operating just out of masculine energy, especially because feminine energy is all about creation. So you're like cutting off all of your power if you're not working with that feminine energy and you don't learn how to work with it. So I'll stop there and see if you want to ask anything. So similar to you, I get visuals a lot, but feelings and, and how I see it is the masculine energy is when you're in your head, it's analytical, it's logical, but the mm-hmm. feminine is about, and again, this is just my perspective, dropping into the heart space, feeling intuition, yes. emotions, and letting that be your force rather than the head. Yeah. I love that, that, def- that way that you look at it. Another way to, if someone wants another visual is if you think about like a river, the banks of the river are the masculine holding the water in creating the structure and the river is the feminine energy. So it could be like calm and peaceful flowing gently. It could be wild rapids, you know, maybe there's a little bit of all of that within the river. So that's another way to look at it. I love that one. Yeah. Okay. So then how do we get across to listeners a way to tap into, because we are infinite potential. So how do we tap into our creative power into this flow so that we can have these lives we dream about? Well, I think that you have to start practicing being in your feminine energy. This is what's worked for me because the feminine energy literally is a creatrix. Like she is born to create. If you even think about men and women, like a woman births a child from her womb, she's creating that from nothing, from a seed. But the masculine is a part of it, obviously providing the seed. Yeah. So feminine energy creates, and it, it's so incredibly powerful in the way that it does this. Um, so I think that what's really important is that 
we start to learn to work with feminine energy and also knowing that this isn't going to be like, oh, I took a one week course. Now I'm great at this. This is going to take you years of mastering both because typically we're working with really wounded masculine energy and also wounded feminine energy. So there's a lot of cleanup involved of like, oh, this is actually, I don't love the word toxic, but like, this is actually not a healthy way that I'm reacting to this. How could this be transformed into divine feminine or divine masculine? So just knowing as you're starting that this isn't a overnight fix, this is going to take you a long time to balance out. So give yourself some time with it. But the first thing I would say is learning to start, actually, let's just start here because so many of us are operating out of our masculine. um, We don't know how to just sit still and surrender and be in flow. So that's, I think the first element, because you have to be able to do that in order to get to the next level. Um, You have to be able to sit still and like, look at what is occurring in my mind? What are the things that are happening? Like, why do I have resistance to sitting still and just to like witnessing what's going on with life? So I was just going to share because I've, I've personally experienced it. So maybe I could share just from my experience, especially I worked in corporate for a decade. I worked in very male dominated industries, the financial industry, legal and then oil and gas. So mm-hmm. it was all male driven. <laughs> and for me, I took on this facade of needing to match the energy in the room in order to be heard or seen. Yes. And then what I wrote down here that came to mind is there's a difference between living in the doing mindset and the being mindset. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm learning to find that dance and that flow. And for me, when I became aware and understood this feminine energy, I was like, oh my gosh, I've totally taken on this facade, again, this false front of trying to be this like driving force. And when I took time to quiet and calm and not have to be busy all the time, and now I crave nature. Well, I've always craved nature, but I crave quiet time. I go meditate on this log I have where I walk my dog. I love silence and stillness. And I mean, I'm still on my journey and I've been doing this for years, but what I want to offer people so that doesn't intimidate someone from starting. It's like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym one time and do bicep curls and you're set for life. Like this is and it's something that you want to do that you get to do. And I believe we're all on our own journey. So like, don't you want to make the most of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, it's not something you do once. This is something you tune in like, oh, my mind's going crazy again. How do I, let me tune yes. into stillness and peace. I observe these thoughts. I'm seeing them. I notice you, but I'm not going to attach to you. I'm just going to sit and breathe for a minute. It's not that like a billion times. <laughs> yeah. And I remember when I first started meditating and still sometimes, a lot of times I have what I call monkey mind. Yeah. But something my mom taught me that really helped is think of thoughts as clouds and let them pass by. My dad told me the same thing. (laughs) That's so cool. And so, you know, if you start meditating for 60 seconds and just do like four cycles of breath work, that is great. Start there. But I've gone the longest meditation I've done so far, and it was with Dr. Joe Dispenza, but it was a four hour starting at four in the morning. Wow. And you get to this point that you're just like, well, obviously there are parts that I felt asleep, but 
when you come out of, and now I can sit easily for 30, 45 minutes, it just like that peace and calm to then take on the day Mm -hmm. is completely different than rolling out of bed and like just getting to it. Yes. So what I'd love for you to share more of is because this feminine energy and understanding that we are creators and that we could have anything, how do we, one, open our awareness to this? And then two, what are things you can do daily to implement to understand our power? Such good questions and such big questions. Um, With our feminine energy, like what I was saying before is I think the, the starting piece is allowing ourselves to slow our mind down because you're not going to be able to work with the other forms of feminine energy if you're still primarily operating from masculine. So once you've done that piece, what, what has been most supportive for me and my clients is learning to work in cycles. So you'll notice we have seasonal cycles throughout the year. We have astrological cycles. We have, um, menstrual cycles we have lunar cycles like the world operates the feminine energy of the world which is basically like mother earth operates in a cyclical format whereas masculine energy operates in linear so we're used to that we're comfortable with that we're like oh if i do these things and this will happen whereas feminine energy while it's cyclical so you can sort of expect the certain things to occur on like throughout the cycle like we know spring is going to come after winter right there are certain things you can't expect. You have to get, become very uncomfortable with the unknown, which we're not in general. Right. And so learning some of the different cycles of the feminine are a lot of times we'll start with the void and we're in this complete darkness and we have no idea what's coming next, what we're supposed to be doing. And a lot of times when you're in this phase, you'll feel really lost. You'll feel really confused. Like I don't, I'm doing everything wrong. I don't know what I'm doing in life. Like I missed the mark. I'm on the wrong path. Like we've all felt those things, you know, this is typical of the void, but usually what we do is we run away from it because we're so afraid. This is like the deepest surrender. We're so afraid of that. We're so resistant of go. We're so resistant to letting ourselves go there. Um, And a lot of times, because like, just honestly, people are afraid of where their minds might go. Like they might have really dark thoughts. And so that's why I say you have to start training yourself to with your mindfulness far before you can start to really let yourself sit with this so you are more comfortable but the void is never going to be comfortable but once you start working with it you're like i'm in the void i'll be out of it like and so i'll be out of it sometime soon i i know that there's expansion coming after this it's a rebirth energy so the feminine energy is always rebirthing itself and then dying always rebirthing itself and dying you think about the menstrual cycle like literally when we're releasing blood, it's like, we're releasing that it's, it's like death and death of a certain part of us. And then in the next phase, we're being reborn again. So um, same with the new moon and full moon, like all of these cycles have the same thing. Winter, the leaves fall off of trees. So as we learn how to operate with that, which is not going to be understood in 99% of cases in our world today, in our Western world. Yeah. We have to be brave to learn to operate with that and courageous because a lot of people aren't going to get it, but it allows us to utilize our energy in better ways. So even just a very simple example, if you start to track your menstrual cycle, you, and you do this like for months and months and months, you'll start to see like, ah, okay. On day 14 of my cycle, I get headaches. 
or on day 22 of my cycle, I am like, I am so horny or on 28 of my cycle, I like really don't want to talk to anyone. I want to just be in bed and you can actually start to plan your schedule according to that. So like, you know, the last, for me, the week of my period of my moon cycle, I don't have calls because I know that that's my inward time. I know that that's, so I'll work on creative projects where I'll just let myself rest. I have that schedule open. So I'm not like doing a million calls because I know that's not how my energy is going to be used in the highest. So even in that example, you know, when to be, and you know, when to do, and I, I get what you're saying because I pay more attention to that, especially this last year. I know when I'm like full of energy and creative and I could go all day versus like one, two hours today and I'm done. But what I wrote down that I thought of when you were talking about the void, it made me think of a butterfly. So when we're in that cocoon, the dark period. And then I also wrote down the words trust and faith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And those are big words that I am taking on currently is like, I have to have trust and faith that the next thing will unfold, the resources will come my way, that everything is going to work out because it's the ego, the fear side that wants to be in control. Yeah. So that's something I'm working on. I would love if you could go into now like the fun stuff. So (laughs) the quantum, and you have like a yoga, a yogic and spiritual background. So I love that, you know, I feel like we talk a lot of the same things, parallels, but in different Mm -hmm in different forms. And so I would love for you to talk more about the quantum. Yeah. So to me, the quantum field is just this incredibly expansive energy. And I, I work with goddess energy a lot that really, that's like something that really allows me to tap into my more expansive nature. And so it's kind of like the, to me, I just think of it as like the goddess is like, what do you want to create? Literally you can create anything. And I envision it as like the sacred geometry in this horizontal field and I'm like I'll have a little of this I'll have a little of that I'll have a little of this what is it that I want to create but then how you actually create that is you align to the energy that that is so you were mentioning before like creating tuning into the feeling that you're going to feel when you have that thing I I totally agree with that and I think we all can do that in different ways like some people are going to resonate more with visualizing it and they see it and they have vision boards Some people might resonate more with like saying certain things um, or utilizing affirmations. That works really, really well for me, like going on affirmation, like rants. Um, Or some people might resonate with that more. Like you might resonate in a million different ways. So figuring out what it is that works for you, sort of like how we all have different learning modalities. Some people learn more from visuals. Some people need to have their hands on something or some people hear. It's like testing out all of the different things, seeing what you're drawn to. But it's ultimately, to me, my perception of this is just how can you align to that energy? It's already in this universal bank. Like I want, you know, this beautiful house on the ocean front and I want it to have five bedrooms. And um, I don't know what these specific doors are called, but like rounded doors at the top. That's what I want. And it's like, cool. When you align to being a person who has that, like it's waiting in your bank for you. But right now, just like you were mentioning before, I might have beliefs of like, well, I've always lived in apartments. I'm not a homeowner. I'm not responsible enough to be a homeowner. Like I have to address those things within myself before that can come. But there's not, I think what's so fascinating is like, we have these beliefs of like, well, I need to have this sort of job or I need to have this sort of 
um, money in order to purchase a house like this, or like all of these stories that we might even think are just like, oh, that's just reality. It's not a story, but it is. Yes. I met this um, teacher once who told me he lived like in this national park in New-, in New York. And he was like such a profound mystic. And he was like, yeah, I bought this house for a dollar. It was like this huge house in the middle of like 500 acres of nature. <laughs> he was totally by himself. It's like, he literally bought the house for a dollar. So anyways, yeah, tuning into the impossible or the things that we might think are impossible. And then when you start to tap into that enough and you play with like small things and then a little bit bigger and then a little bit bigger and you see them start to come come to you, it's like, oh, (laughs) now this is fun. Now I can see how far I can go. Right. Well, and that's what I want to emphasize is the fun, having fun. And so I've, for me, it's about detaching from the outcome. And I, I mm-hmm. call things experiments yes. because when it's fun, I'm having fun. And for me, what I was getting out of like w- manifesting, right? So we want to manifest things, experiences, people, whatever that may be. But what I have learned is like, use your five senses. So if it is visualizing and seeing it, but if it is touching it and feeling it, if it is this new home you want to live in, imagine yourself dancing in it or cooking the meals. And like, Mm -hmm. it has to be so vivid and so real that it's already yours. And then to end in that state of gratitude, most importantly, feeling worthy, Mm -hmm. that's how quickly it comes. And so if you want to get into like, I don't know enough to talk about it like at a high level, but when we talk about quantum physics, it's about collapsing the wave because time and space, this is all an illusion, right? And so when you, here we are in 3D on planet earth, but you really want that house or, or that guy or the money or, or that career, it's already available in the quantum field, in the consciousness, what you want to call that. So what I understand that whole connecting to the like energy, that's how you collapse the wave and it becomes a particle in 3d. Mm. I love that way of describing it because I was telling Heather before I'm not a science person. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Well, and I, I dumb it down just so I can understand it. And that way, if you can explain it to a five-year-old, but that's what this all is that if everything is energy, everything we are ultimately we look like solid objects but we're not and so it is it's having fun and and some of this blows my mind right so let's say like if you have a goal and you want to lose 60 pounds well heather how am i going to collapse the wave and just like wake up in five minutes and that'll be the thing again i can't explain all the parallel realities and all the different dimensions and like let's not go down that rabbit hole <laughs> but you're right and and ultimately what i wrote down you said you become that person so if you were mm-hmm. 60 pounds lighter you're thinking different you have different habits you're being different and then the weight just like yeah falls off you see yourself differently and you show up as that person. Yeah. I would like, oh, go ahead. I think too, something that comes to mind, especially when you were talking about like the science part of it becomes a particle. (laughs) Like for me, I've always, I've always felt that if we can, if we can think about something, like we have this desire 
it's already like that's already for us it's just a matter of are we going to allow it into our life because especially working with so many clients I've witnessed like everyone's desires although many of them are similar they're so unique like I might have one client who wants to create an animal sanctuary and another client who wants to like travel the world for their whole life and another like our desires are so unique they came to you for a reason and it's I I see our desires as being these like or the things that you want to manifest as being these little cookie crumbles and your higher self is like hey this is going to guide you onto the most expansive path but many times you know I, I can remember just this memories kind of coming back of when I was sitting in my corporate job like in this dark room just like oh this is what I have to do for the next 40 years and I would see people posting their travels and I was like I would really love to do that but I can't because I have two weeks of vacation and so there's that moment where you have to choose like am I going to allow this in my life or am I immediately going to shut it down because the universe is going to respond either way if you shut it down you're definitely not going to have it but if you're like some And there's also an in-between space of that where it's like, well, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm open to it. That's like that in-between space. How do you teach that? Because I think that's what a lot of people get hung up on is like, okay, cool. I can imagine it. I can visualize this, visualize this. I can picture it, but how, how and when is it going to come to me? (laughs) Well, just like you said before, the whole problem is we're so attached, (laughs) like, we're like, I want this house. Okay. If it doesn't come this year, then that means that it's not for me. Or, or even sometimes we are afraid to let ourselves say like, this is the type of house I want because, or, you know, insert whatever it might be because we're afraid of letting ourselves down or being disappointed if it doesn't happen. But I love how you are talking about manifesting is just about fun. That energy changes it because it's like, we're not attached to it happening. We trust. This is, I guess, the way that I teach it we state what we desire. It's like putting in an Amazon order and then you trust the universe to deliver it perfectly. Um, a really good example of this is like when I was in college, I, I was in college in Virginia and I really wanted to live in California. I applied for tons of jobs, didn't get any of them because they wanted everyone to be in California already. So I was like bummed, but I got this job in Orlando. So I was like, okay, like that seems cooler than Virginia for right now, like something different. So I went to Orlando Two years later, I ended up getting a job with Disney World's marketing team in Orlando. Then a year after that, I transferred from Florida to Disneyland in California, and it was effortless. I had a job that I was making a lot of money. I had people that I already knew there. So it was like I was able to get to California in a way that was so much easier. I was so much more abundant than if I was like just leaving college, you know, going into a lower paying job where I would have had a bit more struggle. It's like the universe is like, hey, I hear you. You want to be in California? Trust that we're going to make it happen in the best way possible. Yeah. And so we have to let go of all of our ideas of how it's supposed to look because we also have this like entitlement of like, no, I know how it should happen. <laughs> this is the best way. Universe, I know you're all like grand and big and stuff, but like I know. And we have to let go of all of that, which is, can be really challenging. So I think what's important there, you stayed clear on this desire to live in California, but you didn't try to make it happen and just go move there and then figure it out. Like life just happened for you. And I, yesterday I listened to a YouTube video that my mom sent me and it said, you know, what if life doesn't work out as you expected or planned? What if it works out better? Yes. 
And it's like, okay, so right now I have a lot of desires. There are a lot of things I want to have, be, do, and experience. And I, I'm not bummed out that they're not right here in this moment. I'm just so clear. If you want to call that a vision board, a mind movie, I'm so clear on what I want, knowing it's going to happen. And I sit in this excited anticipation how it's going to come. And so like, it's this constant <laughs> game. It's like, Ooh, how am I going to meet him? Or I, right now I have a desire. I, I don't know why, but I trust it. And this is how they happen for me. I really want to go to Tulum. Mm-hmm. And right now I think I want to go to Tulum for my birthday, which is the end of April, but I'm open to it happening before I'm open to it happening at a later date. I just know I'm going to Tulum. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'd love to share, since you do this coaching and you work with a lot of clients, what are most people's hangups? I mean, we get stuck in our mind and we have all these stories of like, you know, it varies per person what the stories are, but we have a lot of stories of I'm not worthy of this, which I work in the Akashic Records and the guides are like, worthy is a man-made concept. Worthy has nothing to do with anything. However, most of us have an issue with like, well, am I worthy of this? Like, of course you are. You were born on planet earth. And I have the viewpoint that, and I, I learned this. Um, so this might be a little out there for some people listening to this, but I work with a lot of like star system energies. So there's a star system called the Pleiadian, Pleiades and the people or the beings from that space are called Pleiadians. And they are beings of like total loving compassion And so they say that like, we came to earth to be on vacation. This was because in many of the other dimensions, we can't, there's not music. We can't touch certain things. We can't experience a lot of the things that we experience in this dimension. So, but we've kind of messed it up as humanity. Like we're like, no, it's so difficult and hard, which, you know, valid, but also at the same point, and this is really coming into your feminine energy how can you see this as a total vacation? And like, what is it that you want to experience? Of course you can have it. You came here to experience that. And so as far as the hangups, I would say like, get out of your own way. Don't allow your own beliefs and thoughts to stop you from doing something. And I, um, Florence Shin talks about this. And if you guys haven't read her work, please do. She was like this OG who taught in like the thirties. Nobody else was teaching this stuff. And I love, she, she, I learned this from her and she says, when beliefs and like thoughts come up, we make the mistake of believing it, but they're coming up because they're wanting to be released. It's like, mm. Hey, this is a block to what you're asking for. Oh. And we're like, Oh yeah, that's true. And stuff it back down into our bodies. And the universe is like, no, you're supposed to release it. Witness it. Love it. Release it. I love, Oh, that's a good three step. Witness it don't attach to it. It's just a thought. Witness it, love it, release it. You're right. So your Florence Govell Shin, her book is the game of life and how to play it. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. a pretty small book, easy to read, but you're right. Like what we're teaching and preaching now, this is nothing new. This has been around. If you want to go back to some OGs that I am familiar with, you know, like Napoleon Hill and these guys, this is not new content. We're just like, it's like, we're finally getting it. But what I love, I had to pull it up on my phone to make sure I said it right. But when you said this is supposed to be vacation, I have a song by Dirty Heads on my phone, Mm -hmm. vacation. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's all about, and and if your life isn't that, go out and change it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the, oh, go ahead. 
our lives aren't meant to be these like monotonous repeated days over and over where you can you know what you're gonna do on next Tuesday at 4 p.m next year no like that's why so many people are unhappy because there's it's the same thing over and over you're not fully experiencing life it's and one thing I just want to add to like with what you were saying about this information goes back so far um it actually even goes back like five to ten thousand years ago actually probably way longer than that but the ancient Egyptians I love working with their with their teachings and it's this is energy alchemy when we're working with our thoughts and shifting who we're being and shift all we have to do to create what we want is shift who we're being like it's so simple but because the last two thousand years we've lived in this this I'll keep this short because I could go on a long time but we have all these different ages of time and we've been in the age of Pisces for the last 2000 years. So in this dark age, you think about like Jesus was crucified and then all of these, it seems like everything went really downhill after that. We renunciated all pleasure and um, guilt. And we basically became beings that were filled with guilt and shame for who we are, for having desires and having pleasure. And um, because of that, we lost there's a lot further I could go into this. If you're interested in this, definitely follow me or get in my email list because I talk about this stuff all the time, but we aren't in tune with our natural magical abilities. And and a lot of it is because we've lost the feminine energy in the world, but it is coming back. There's this return of the divine feminine in the last 50 years, especially, but really the last 10, like since 2012 is sort of the awakening of the divine feminine again. Um, in, a, in a larger capacity. So I'm, ex- I'm really excited to see how that shifts things because we're all going to be playing a different game when we're working with, like your life becomes so much more balanced, so much, I don't want to say easier because the feminine also has very incredible depth that we don't experience when we're just working with the masculine because it's sort of more neutral and numbing out and that sort of thing. Whereas the feminine is like, like all of the goddess mysticism is like you go into the underworld and fight all of these demons which are basically your limiting beliefs and and the things that are slowing you down in life and they're going on this journey from the heavens to the underworld and then back so I'll just stop there because I could go on a long long time (laughs) no worries and that's why I love this stuff because we all have different perspectives and things that we nerd out on you nerd out on so many other things but that's what we get to bring so much to the table and I think it's so important to highlight you literally said that this is so simple but our human minds complicate because we look at it and we go can't be that easy all all I have to do is think different and then I'm going to get different (laughs) results yes we're literally saying that's all you have to do Mm -hmm. I love and I think sometimes we bypass that just like you said it's a similar concept is gratitude like we all know we should be grateful but it's like oh I've already learned about that what else should I learn about it's like no if you really spent time implementing gratitude no matter where you are on your journey when you deepen in gratitude or when you just coming back to the basics is so powerful because sometimes it is just so simple. Yeah. Okay. So I wish I had you for like the next five hours, but I don't. (laughs) And so what I want to ask you, what is a key takeaway you want listeners to get? Really that you can create whatever it is that you desire. Trust your desires, trust where your heart is leading you. And as those thoughts come up, as those beliefs of like, that's not possible. I'm not a person who does that. 
look at them, love them, see where they came from and release them, prove them wrong. And then hold that desire and just bravely move where your heart is leading you. Wait, so we do that and then we can have the money, the relationships, the experiences we want. Mm-hmm. We can have all of it. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's awesome. No. And I make light of it because otherwise I feel like we take life too serious. And I think you're right. This is yeah. our playground. This is supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be on vacation. And one way I heard it, I do love this, you know, that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. But the reason that we're here is because to use our five senses, we want it to touch and taste and feel and and mm-hmm. what I understand, obviously you would know more, but spiritual beings are just an essence. They're just an energy. So you can't have that. Yeah. Okay. So I'd love to wrap up the interview and ask you a few questions, unless there was anything else you wanted to share. No, I think that's it. If anyone has questions, cause I know I dropped some like big things. Yeah. Um, please reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about it more. Cause it's very very buried information. And I just like love sharing it. <laughs> is your website, alliewilkins.com? Yeah. But a better place to find me is just on Instagram <clears throat> at alliewilkins. Okay. 10 four. All right. Last couple of questions to wrap up the interview. What is a quote or motto that you live by? Oh, I love this quote <clears throat> that says, I don't know where this came from, but it says like, on the day that you pass away and you meet your higher self, how, what is the discrepancy? I don't remember the quote exactly, but it's like, what is the discrepancy between what you created in your life, who you were, who you were being and that higher self. And I always tune into that question or that thought because I'm like, there's not, I want to be my higher self. I don't want there to be a discrepancy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a, I love that. Instead of looking back, I, I think I've heard it simply a little bit different, but instead of looking back about who you could have been, mm-hmm. but you're right to ask that every day to, wow, that's powerful. And your higher self doesn't necessarily mean it's all of the accolades and all of the achievements, maybe, but your higher self, I don't think really cares about the, about those things. That's our ego. So yes. it's like, what type of person are you being? Are you brave? Are you kind? Are you courageous? You You know, what type of person are you being? That's my, that's my one to work on always. (laughs) Patient and loving. And yes, I love that. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Well, I'm a big reader. Um, Do you have like a topic in mind? (laughs) Because there's so many books I love. Maybe a most recent one. Okay. Um, Well, based on what we were talking about, I really have been loving reading more of the divine feminine mysteries. Um, I'm forgetting exactly what this book is called. There's an amazing book called The Moon Under Her Feet that teaches you sort of about Mary Magdalene and about Mother Mary and their role as priestesses. So that's like, if you're wanting to dig in more to to the history of divine feminine work, it's actually told in a fictional story, which is kind of nice because cool. I'm sure you and like other, other readers listening here, I read so much nonfiction. I don't really read like, you know, light fiction stuff. So it was kind of nice. Um, but one of my favorite books that I've read over and over that really supported me with manifesting, <clears throat> excuse me, is called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. 
Also, I have a book called Sacred Wealth, Activating Your Abundance. <laughs> so if you want to learn more, you can get that book. What too. was the happy pocket full of money about? Like the that one's all about quantum physics. Mm. But like I said, I don't, I don't, science just sort of goes over my head. Like I can read it, even Joe Dispenza's work. Like I read it and I'm like, I have to read it like a thousand times. And I'm like, I still don't get it. <laughs> So he breaks it down in a much more easy to understand way. Um, but it's one of those books, just like Esther Hicks or something like that, that when you read it, you have a tangible energetic change. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend that book. And then my book, Sacred Wealth, takes you through an energy clearing of your chakra system so that you can align more to hold like the big desires that you have cool. and create what you desire. So. All right. Final question. What advice would you give your younger self? Be very, very careful with who you're surrounded by and the environments that you're in. Mm. Um, because I think, and I don't even mean like, you know, being at bars and partying all the time or anything like, sure, that's a part of it, but more so like, who are you listening to? Because even people with really good intentions might be operating with systems that are really not beneficial to you. And once you've done mindset work, you guys all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would tell my younger self. Great. Not to end on, and I couldn't agree more. Allie, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, thank you. It was so fun. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.